is Papa Shango. And you are listening to Icobot. Beware of Papa Shango. Beware of Voodoo. And definitely beware of Icobot. <laughs> We're back with episode 220 of Icopod. I am Bob Conley Jr. With me, as always, is Austin Skinner and Dallas Gridley. And, fellas, it is pay-per-view time. Buried alive in your house. Number 11. We've made it. Undertaker and Mankind in the first ever Buried Alive match. Sid and Vader, number one contender, and plus so much more. Wow. Are we looking forward to this one or what? Um. Yeah. First off, uh, 220 is my favorite number. So, I mean, we're starting off on a great note, regardless. I feel like that's not. Then, then we're going to see someone die tonight. <laughs> tonight show. Someone is going to die. No, they didn't promise death. They just said someone would be buried alive. They will die, and it's going to be awesome. They didn't say buried alive to death, just buried alive. Well, there's a chance of death. Live on pay-per-view. And it won't be the, the it's not gonna be the last time that the WWF promises a chance of death on pay-per-view. So when's another time? Well when someone someone dies. Cause they they fall from the rafters. Oh, okay. Well they didn't say that going into the show, like hey, someone's gonna fall from the rafters and die. And they do other buried alive matches. The concrete crypt. I mean, dude, it's we got years open. years and years. To come of people potentially dying live on paper. Inferno matches and everything. It's yeah. going to be just great. Yeah. I mean, we're all downhill from here. Yeah, they opened up a can of worms here that you just can't you can't shut. It is actually really interesting because we haven't... I mean, we're seeing like a couple like random gimmick matches here and there. But I feel like we're about to really kick it into high gear after this one. Remember, remember the final curtain match that happened like a month ago, and like it was just a, it was match. a match. Well, yeah, but I'm thinking more like boiler room brawl. We saw like the oh, back, yeah. the Hollywood back lot brawl or whatever they call yeah, it. So true. we're seeing these like random gimmick matches. Now we're getting a buried alive match, and I really think we're gonna start to see more and more stuff like this in coming. Mo- I feel like this is the good going to be a kickstart of that. Yeah. Well. I don't know. To me, it's a testing of the boundaries and the limits of what you can do with a pro wrestling match. It's like, okay. Yeah. Cage matches. Pretty soon, we're going to see a ramped-up enhanced cage match. Or, okay, well, what about all these casket matches that Undertaker has? Well, okay, let's do an actual Buried Alive match where you literally go on the ground and have to have dirt thrown on you. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't even think about that. It is an evolution of the casket match, really. Well, yeah, it's just a way to, it's, it's WWF 
trying to push the envelope and trying to re-fucking-develop the wheel. And to me, it's like, the reason you don't see a lot of Buried Alive matches or Inferno matches or, you know, these sort of overstimulated stipulations is because I think they're cool as a novelty, but at the same time, maybe it's a way of realizing a pro wrestling match's limits. Like, okay, that's kind of the top. That's kind of the ceiling, you know? And, and to me, again, that's why I feel like we aren't going to see a ton of these. And I'm perfectly okay with that because I think if the situation calls for it, which you can argue either way on in this case, um, it's one thing, but it's a total another when, okay, now there's going to be in a yearly pay-per-view buried alive pay-per-view where every match is going to be a buried alive match. I'm glad that we have to this point in 2022, never gotten to that point. And I think it's for good reason. It's because again, like I said, it's one of those situations where, yeah, it's ramped up and yeah, it's an evolution, but maybe it's like too much. It's like too far. Because you really got to suspend the disbelief for it. Well, yeah. Well, and, so. I, and I think it's important to note that the hype that's led up to this match in particular literally shows them digging graves in a graveyard. Yeah. Right? So if you're a fan watching it on Raw, just like we've been doing every week, I feel like you think this is going to be taking place in a graveyard. Right, third party. Somewhere third party. Right. Now, is that going to happen? I don't know. We're going to find out in about an hour and, f- and 30 minutes. But it doesn't. So it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's weird how they've kind of portrayed that. That is a good point because I think I would definitely think that it's going to be at a literal graveyard. 100%. I mean, think of some of the other weird matches that we've seen up in this point, and not even in just WWF, WCW, King of the Road match. It's literally in the back of a car, or in this right. case, a tractor trailer, and it's right. not in the ring. Yeah. Right. Um, but there's a lot of little stuff through throughout wrestling, even up until 1996, where it's like, if it's something special like that, case in point, Boiler Room Brawl, technically, didn't happen in the arena. In front of the fans, that was like a backstage thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, totally. If if I'm going into this, having never seen or knowing what it is, no explanation of what it is, 100%, I'm expecting to be, if I'm sitting there live, Videotron fucking comes out, and it's like, okay, let's show you the match, because this is what it is. Right. I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I haven't seen this match in a long time. Of course, seen it. So I'm... I'm looking forward to seeing how how it goes down especially with the context involved of going into the match yeah it'll be interesting and it'll be interesting to see it up against the boiler room brawl because really back to back here so as much as the boiler room brawl today still gets praise it is going to be a curious situation to maybe stack that up against what we're about to see tonight with the Buried Alive match. Right. I, I'm, I'm going to make a guess, and I'm going to say I'm going to enjoy this more. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think again, I will, too, just because of the, there'll be, like, a live crowd reaction, like, in the arena. Yeah, I think that's important. There'll be commentary for another. 
Yeah, it won't be Um, in the can, so to speak. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And it kind of sucks because, like, I don't know if I really care about much else on the show. I mean, the show is named Buried Alive. I mean, they they know what the most important thing on the show is. Yeah. I mean, it's mostly the the most, it was like the most advertised thing. Almost the only thing. Almost, yeah. I mean, that Sid and Vader match was advertised maybe once on a Raw. Uh, I mean, they they did some story stuff with it, but as far as like, oh, here this match is happening, they yeah. think they only talked about it maybe once. Although I do gotta say, I did see some uh, Sid clips, uh, one including that Bob retweeted, and I'm excited to see Sid. I want to see him yelling about cars and Goldberg more, but um, I'm excited for that. And I don't even remember what else you already said. See, that's what I mean. Like, I already like don't know what else is on the show, but yeah. Well, I'll be doing a, a quick rundown here in a minute. Uh, there are no notes this week, obviously. We'll be doing that next week because it is a pay-per-view. Uh, it is October 20th, 1996, Indianapolis, Indiana at the Market Square Arena. The attendance is 9,649. There are a few different taglines for the show. Oh, boy. Uh, Dead Man's Paradise. What? Dead or, dead or Alive. And then the last one, which is considered a bumper, is Death, Darkness, and the Destruction of Mankind. I think I might like that one the best. Yeah. I definitely didn't like the other two. No. The first um, one was Wicked Bad. A dead, the Dead Man's Paradise or whatever. Get out of here yeah. with that. Yeah. There are three dark matches, one of which taking uh, before the show and then two afterwards. The, the one before the show started, and this is not a free-for-all. This is actually a dark match. Uh, the Stalker defeating Justin Bradshaw in a match that apparently went 20 minutes. Oh. Killing the crowd early, folks. That sounds dreadful, but that's what they did. Uh, and then the two that happened after the show uh, saw the Godwins defeating the New Rockers in six minutes. And in the main event, well, main event of the live event is uh, WWF World Champion Shawn Michaels de- defeating Goldust to retain the title. That match went 13 minutes. And 35 seconds, and that match is available on the unreleased collection. Oh. Attitude Era unreleased DVD. Look at that. I might I might have that. I'm gonna have to watch it after. Yeah. Probably not gonna do it, but you know, you should. I might uh, there are five matches on this show. Uh, I believe one of which has been changed, maybe, because I feel like this one isn't on the show, but I guess we'll get into it. Uh, so tonight we're going to see Stone Cold Steve Austin taking on Hunter Hearst Helmsley. The tag team champions, Own Heart and British Bulldog, defending against the Smoking Guns. Intercontinental champion, Mark Merrow, defending against Goldust. Yeah. Sid against Vader for the number one contendership, where the winner will get a shot at Survivor Series. And, of course, buried alive between Mankind and The Undertaker. I think Merrow Goldust was not originally... I'm pretty sure. Wasn't he supposed to defend against Farouk? I think it was Farouk. Mm. So maybe we'll get an explanation okay. uh, regarding that. And I don't remember a Steve Austin Helmsley match. It's weird. Two heels squaring off, but whatever. Oh, it's a throwaway. Yeah. Uh, nah. <laughs> all right. If you guys want to watch along with us, head over to Peacock. It's uh, season two, episode six, WWE In Your House, Buried Alive. Runtime is one hour, 50 minutes. 
and 49 seconds. Don't worry, there's not going to be any ads conveniently placed with every seven minutes. In a row. Unless you're Screech. Unless you're Screech, who refuses to buy the ad-free, which is not true. But he's a homeowner now, so he's got to save his money where he can. Right, is that official? Hey, I don't know if it's official, but we'll say it is. We'll say it is. Congrats, Screech. I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope you're doing fine. No, he's not. Yeah, he's not. No, he's... He didn't he's, make it. He's, yeah, he's not doing good. Uh, right, I'm looking out from three, and when I say play, that's when you want to hit the play button. Or just listen to us ramble on about life. Stop telling me what to do, Bob. And maybe enjoy the show. Who knows? All right, here we go. Three, two, one, play. Jesus, that was a slow start. Not you, Bob. The actual fucking no, thing here. I, I got the last that. time I heard from Screechy, sent me this picture and just said, "It's me." Okay. Well, he sent me a picture of uh, Mike Glennon saying, "Is this who you're talking about for the football player?" And I said, "Yes." And We're getting a pretty spooky opening package here, guys. And you're right. They're both talking. I believe they're they're potentially taking the voiceovers from the things on Raw that we've been seeing. Yeah, I don't think this is new audio. Try to imagine what the last few breaths of air. Do you think Undertaker's going to sit there and shovel each piece of dirt into the, mm-hmm. the grave? Yeah, personally. See, yeah, like Dallas says, what they're showing is like, this is where it's going to be. It right. looks, that's what it looks like. Eternal damnation. Oh, God. I'm, I'm scared. Sony's PlayStation presents Buried Alive. And there we are. There's the tombstone. Bob, sing the song. I can't even hear it. Oh. Is there a song? I think uh, it, I'm a couple seconds behind, but I ain't messing with it. Well, if you're wondering where we're at. I'm at one minute, 36 seconds, 37, 38. Yeah, I'm literally two seconds behind you guys. That's that's where I'm at. That's where we're All right, here we are. Crowd looks relatively excited. We got a three-man booth at the table tonight with JR, <sighs> Jerry Lawler, and uh, Vince McMahon, Dallas's favorite. Mm. Kevin Kelly is so much better. And there's the grave. It's official, guys. It's fucking right there. That's where they're doing it. Wait, a number of things have already happened in the free-for-all. Bob said there wasn't one. There was, Well, the match was the match that I read was not on the free-for-all. Well, a number of things happened, but they were going to tell us, but fuck it. Here comes Honduras Helmsley. <laughs> oh, look at the little entrance. Oh, wait. Guys, this, I correct me yeah, if I'm wrong. Cool. This is our very first in your house without the house. Hmm. Oh. They have a gate that looks like a cemetery, and you walk through it. But they no definitely logos. do. They definitely have the house again. Right? Well, this one, they do not have it. No, I, yeah, they don't now. Yeah, Did the first sure. one have a house? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I know for sure that like, Ground Zero has a house. Maybe they just wanted to get that. They wanted to get that spooky cemetery vibe. So I they, think I think that's yes. I think that's kind of what 
To where is if you have a bright lit up white house, it doesn't. Yeah, really... you're not gonna have a uh, freaking graveyard in your front yard. Well, so what's the date of this again? October twentieth. See, now you could have the house, decorate it for Halloween, make it look spooky. Oh, that would have been cool. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know. I would have liked Whatever, that, dude. Okay, so I now correct me if I'm wrong on this as well, but I believe Helmsley and Mister Perfect have a match tomorrow night on Raw. That's how it's been advertised, yeah. So. He's got his valet, so I can only imagine that Mr. Perfect will be making yeah. his presence known now, here on pay-per-view. If you have, uh, if you're not listening, you might want to have your volume turn up here in a minute after this promo. Hey, Kevin Kelly. After this promo, okay. Yeah. Oh, so he was originally, okay, so Steve Austin was going to fight Savio tonight again. Mm. But Savio's hurt, so now it's Helmsley. Really? Stone Cold has a list and everybody's on it, he says. Uh-uh. No longer. Uh, speaking of which, we haven't talked since WrestleMania, guys. Holy crap, I didn't even realize that. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin had a fucking 20-minute no-holds-barred match at WrestleMania this year. No. Okay, so... There is some controversy with this. But me and Bob discussed this. Uh, that recently. was a match. I don't want to hear it. It no, was a match, but it was not advertised match. ever as a match. It was always advertised as just a segment. Well, because it was. Is, it's mind-blowing to me, because why wouldn't you advertise it as a match if you're going to do that? It, that's I, exactly my point. To me, I think it strictly comes down to people, they heard the rumblings, that they didn't need anything else. Stone Cold was going to be there. Then you realize that's going on last. I feel like you kind of put the pieces together. Now, oh, Steve Austin almost just swung at a fan. Now, I said to turn up your volume because this is the first time that Stone Cold Steve Austin would be using the glass shatter and that theme music. Oh, oh, my God, you're right. Yeah. See, that's so familiar, though. I didn't even think twice about oh. it. Yeah. yeah, I feel like even on his way down to the ring here, his attitude, he's this there's is a like swagger. Stone- there is a swagger to him right now. Dude, there's, this is the Stone Cold like we kind of know now. I feel well, like. well, guys. The entrance is one thing, but let's not forget the way he's been working in the ring is still quite a bit stunning Steve Austin. Yes, yes. He's right. still begging off. He's still doing the Southern wrestling shit. Well, you know what? Let's see what he does in this match because the way he, the, how cocky and stuff he just was in that entrance. Uh, but yeah, so Stone Cold had a match and um, Bob hated it, I think, right? You Right, is that correct? I, yes. I thought it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Because for me, it was like, what am I watching? Yeah, see, my problem with it is, uh, is, is a couple of things. Number one, you promote, you promote it as the Kevin Owens thing, Kevin Owens show. It was always labeled as a confrontation. Well. And then they, it's like no holds barred match. So it's like, what? Are, why are we doing that? Well, just, did they ever say, like, you never know what's going to happen or anything? Because I don't know. I have not been watching weekly TV, television. Now, if you're wondering at home in Austin, before you ask as well, I did watch WrestleMania. You watched both nights, the whole thing? I didn't strictly watch. I was playing video games and watching. I paid attention to what I wanted to pay attention to, uh, which the stuff I did. And I'll tell you what, there was some decent, good stuff on it. I don't regret watching it. Um, Jim that, Ross is having problems with his headset here, and he's getting that's really fine. Off. Why did that look like Adam Bomb? 
fixing it. <laughs> Maybe it was. Could have been. Stone Cold's yelling at two fat guys in the front row. And now Hunter Helmsley is too. Wait, are they ECW guys? Wait, Bob, that's freaking Steve Carino. And Rhino. Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, okay. No, that one guy was uh, Chubby Brian Alvarez. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, the, my issue was with you know promoting it as a segment instead of the match, whatever. And then I, so then I wake, I wake up at like six o'clock in the morning on my day off, and I have Twitter's blowing up. Like, you had a match, whatever. So I was like, oh my god, let me watch this. Okay. It ruined, it like ruined my childhood. I don't know if it was that bad. He Come on. He was stomping Kevin Owens in slow motion. Well, stomping was, him. Yeah, but did you did you watch the whole thing? Because he was doing yes. that as like a joke at first. Because then he was laying him in. I watched the whole match. I was not a fan. And then no. this, and this was the same night as Cody, right? Yes. Okay. So then I go back. And I'm like, all right, let me see this whole Cody thing and see how this played out. As soon, or no, I was watching it live actually. That I saw, I was, I tuned in. Oh no, that one you were watching because I texted you at that part. Yes, so I was live for that. So I'm watching that, and I, as soon as they, they lock up and Cody puts a headlock on, I turned it off. I was like, no, <laughs> I ain't doing it. And people are gonna be like, why, Bob? It's just a headlock. I fucking hate that shit, okay? You build up this huge thing. Cody's back. Wah! Let's start off with a side headlock. No. I feel like that's so, like... I feel like that just goes over my head. I like, hate... I don't know. I guess I just don't overthink the beginning, like, oh, a headlock. Unless it's, like, a blood feud. But here's the thing, though. Like, and I can't think if, of, like, if... an, like, an exact example right now. But I'm sure I could. Where, like, these guys are feuding with each other, and it's like, oh, dude, you ran over my wife with your Oh, no, that's, happened. that's happened. And then it's like, test of strength. We're going to start off. The te- it's like, what are you t- No, you fucking run to the ring with a chair, and you smash the guy in the face, <laughs> and then you pummel him with right hands. <laughs> but it's like, no. And I've been watching a lot of, like, WCW syndicated stuff from the mid-'90s, and I swear to God, every match starts <laughs> off with people backing up into a corner. Clean break. And then run the ropes, hip toss, our arm drag, and then like bail to the floor. It's like every time. It's like, what are, come on, guys. We got we can be a little bit more creative than this. I watched the Cody match as well. Um Cody Rhodes doesn't impress me. To me, he's a mid-level talent at, I, at most. I'm telling you right now. I never liked him in any in AEW. He can cut a great passionate emotional promo it's the same though yeah but i'm not gonna take that away from him i'm not gonna take that away from him because not a lot of guys can do that these days and that's just the facts i i agree that the passionate stuff is is true but then there's a lot of times like with anthony agogo yeah he cut cut a promo and it was just like what are we doing well there was there's that's the thing with cody like yes i think he can cut a good promo too but there's misguided yeah, there's that, and I feel like, to be honest, I feel like some of his promos is why, like, AEW fans started to turn on him. I agree. And, like, essentially drove him out. <laughs> like, I feel like that's what happened. Well, I know for myself, a lot of it, and, then, like, maybe if you go back and look at it, maybe this is inaccurate, but 
to an extent, it felt like he was winning every fucking match. Every few. I know he lost. I know MGF. He There's lost, a couple. But technically, with MJF, he didn't win that cleanly. He had to hit him with the ring. Right. And now, as Bob, you you and me discussed this, too, is Cody, Cody's Cody been doing the Triple H reign of terror, essentially. Like, that's what he wanted to be, is like Triple H. Which he said it's his favorite wrestler, so it makes all sense. But Well, yeah. And if you really think about it, I mean, that Triple H reign of era, uh, reign of terror is really kind of probably, you know, during Cody's formative like, years. Formative yeah. years as a viewer. So I'd want to be so like, like back, H in too. 90, back in 95 and stuff, he was like eight. Yeah, so I mean, it makes sense. Too, he's like, you know, 15, 16 years old. Yeah. Well, that being said, I like Cody in general. Um, did did I turn in, tune into Raw after WrestleMania to see what Cody was going to say? Yes, mm-hmm. I did. Are you going to watch it tonight when he fights The Miz? I don't know if I can do that. I don't think I can do that. And I like I Miz, don't know. But I don't know if I can do I that. I might consider since his like, first TV match back, but like, I no, dude, I'll tell you. Cody, Cody never fit in with AEW to begin with. The style of what they were going for. Yeah, but he could hold his own. He never fit in. He is going to thrive. In the WWE, where he can have a 23-minute TV match with three commercial breaks, and for 15 minutes of that, it's abdominal stretches mm-hmm. and headlocks on the mat. I see what you mean. He's gonna thrive in that. There's been nothing going on in this uh, Helmsley. Nothing, Austin. guys. Nothing. Steve Austin has been in, in control. Yeah, I said Helmsley's gotten back into in a corner now. Just laying in strikes. Tim White's like, get out of the corner before I go and shoot myself at a bar. You're going to ruin my career in May of 2002 where I get catapulted into the side of a cage. <laughs> Ooh. Back, oh. Back body drop from an Irish weapon out of the turnbuckle to Steve Austin. The thing with the Steve Austin segment at Mania was funny, too, because the way he came out, I was like, this dude's fighting. Like you could tell as by his soon, look, as soon as he like, the knee braces, the knee braces. That was the giveaway. Why, yeah, like why would you come out? Oh, you know what? That Vince McMahon stunner. Oh my God, Austin! The worst I've that? ever seen in my life. Oh my God! But they that did was... like they heavily edited it in post production. So like anytime they show a replay of it, maybe that's why they do like seventeen camera cuts. Because like if we fuck up, at least we have seventeen different. I don't know, dude. Because I I feel like I saw a replay and it looked pretty shitty still. <laughs> no, they they definitely try to cover it up in the uh, like on Twitter and stuff. Like they would share it. And... It was really it was pretty crazy. sad. Well, the fact that Vince is like, I'm gonna wrestle. I'm I'm coming out here and I'm gonna wrestle. I was like, oh no, oh no, please don't. Yeah. Well, you know, another you know, thing about that, too, with Pat McAfee. You know, Pat McAfee, I think, is he's all right. He's enjoyable. He's a, a loud mouth, I guess, but he's, you know, whatever. I agree. I agree with all of the above. But, you know, did you watch his interview with him? Uh, I didn't, but I did really want to. Okay. So I, I was watching that, you know, live as it was happening. You know, fascinating stuff or whatever. And... Let me tell you, when you, he's, you know, Vince is on there and he's like, you're going to, I'm going to offer you a match at WrestleMania. And they didn't have an opponent yet. 
so like Austin Theory or whatever, like the next week or next day, they set it up. It's like, I hate that. Because just do it on the show for the surprise factor. Right. But they're just like, no, we'll have you have a match. And well, then, that, could, that probably could have worked because then each night would have like a surprise match, kind of. Well, the... well, no, I mean, like even on just on SmackDown, like start it on SmackDown. Oh. That's like a, basically a stunner, by the way. Mm-hmm. They're going to treat it as a jawbreaker, so that's fun. Um, yeah. but, but then, and then Vince Russell's the guy and is acting on TV like he hates him. But then if you look at the interview that he did, it was like, oh, I think you're great, pal, and all this other shit. And it's like, come on. Come on. But it's not, this isn't hard. They're in the weeds. There's no new oh. stars. All the stuff that got over big at WrestleMania is nostalgia acts. It's just, it's. Or, or celebrities. Right. Yeah. They're in trouble. I, I, I agree with that. Um, important to note that Jim Ross's headset sounds very weird. It's still not working right. It's definitely like some kind of gimmick that we're working on the show here. Because, of course, he's like the bad guy. He's turned his back on the WWF to bring in Diesel and Razor Ramon. Scott Hall and Kevin Ash have returned. That's right. Um, there's someone Someone on one of our social media pages said they they like the Razor Ramon guy. Rick Bogar? I can't remember who said that. Because they like is it his, Rick uh, Boggs. I thought it was Rick Boggs. Rick Boggs is the guy today on SmackDown. Hmm? Rick Boggs is like on SmackDown right now. Or is it Bo? Is it Boggs or is it Bogues? Uh, either way, it's not the same guy. Yeah, no. Well, whatever. He's not. Good. Wait a second. Wait, wait a, a second. second. Mr. Perfect. Here comes Mr. Perfect in an oversized blue suit. This is where Dallas says he's literally walking by his future home because he dies in 2003. Well, I didn't say that. You were thinking. Speaking, that. speaking of bad matches, though, axe handle on a pole in TNA. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. Whew. That is not fun. That is oversized. He's not fitting into that very well. He got a pretty decent reaction from the crowd. Yeah, he did, actually. A pretty big one, really. Going to get the valet, and here comes Hunter Sumsley. But Steve Austin fouls him. Boom, right hand. Spits his gum out. That was a tooth. That was a tooth. I'm trying really hard. It's pay-per-view night, and I'm trying really hard to not order myself Domino's. I should have done it before the show. Hey, they're tipping you now to order Domino's. Did you know that? Nah, it's if you pick it up. I um, Kaylee tagged you in that on Facebook, and you ignored her. And that really hurt her feelings. She tagged me in it? Yeah, that was like months ago now. Oh, I don't even remember that. And you ignored her. Well, you know what, Kaylee? Uh, I know Kaylee's listening, and it took her about, I don't know, 15 months to follow me back on Twitter. So, fuck you. Yeah, she doesn't really use that, to be fair. Yeah, well, I don't care. She's commented on my shit that I've tagged you in and then didn't fucking follow me back. Like, who doesn't want to follow me and, and have my wrestling takes and my sports gambling takes? I think you answered it for yourself. What do you mean me? Okay, Mr. Perfect's leaving with the valet. People are grabbing her, the fans. Hey, what are you doing for the 4th of July? I agree. Um, I was going to text you about that, actually. Yeah, I'll probably come home for it. Well, that'd be awesome because there's someone who's potentially coming into town as well. 
Oh, fuck. Anthony? No, it's someone you like, dude. Yeah. So I was actually going to text you about that, though, for real. Yeah, there is a possibility. It depends on when my Tesla gets delivered, though. (laughs) Okay. We're fighting on the entranceway now. Suplex on the floor. Who took that move at WrestleMania like it was nothing, man? Easy dub. Easy dub. Easy dub. Is it Sarah? Nope. Oh. Starts with a W. Willie. No. Whitney? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I haven't seen her in forever. She texted me. Oh, that's cool. I said, keep me posted. I'll get the gang together. Yeah, there's a possibility that I was talking about it today. We'll be in touch. Cannibal Big Nose Hunter into the ring pose. I think I'm taking that week off, so. What day of the week is 4th of July on? Well, that's on on a Monday, but if I do something with, like, having people over, it'll be on the weekend. Hmm. Most likely. Like on a Saturday? Um, I was thinking more of a Sunday, maybe, but I don't know. We'll see. On a Sunday? But yeah, because no one's working the next day. I got to work the next day. Oh. That's Fucking saying, take it off. Saturday, because then I don't have to work Sunday. Mm, okay. I'll think about that. I'll keep that in consideration. We got some time, guys. Oh, my God. Stone Cold. Stunner is going for a cover. One, two. With the double three. bird, by the way. I think that was a the mostly uh, boring nope, story. Wait, that was young Brock Lesnar guy, I think. No, I don't think so. Oh, that was Michael PSAs. Um, I'll tell you from watching this match, I didn't see any stunning Steve in that one. Well, that's what I mean. So. Uh, we're 21 minutes and 17 seconds in the show, and I did not enjoy that opening match too much. He's calling out Bret Hart as he exits the arena here, by the way. The double birds are nice. I mean, there were some nice touches in there. I think, honestly, what kind of kills this match completely for me is the Mr. Perfect stuff, because I really don't care about it. Well, I think for me, it's heel versus heel. No, I mean, I agree with that, too. And it makes no sense. I mean, I don't think anybody would have thought Helmsley was winning that anyway. He hasn't won a match in fucking five months. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, get the fucking saliva out of your mouth. That's gross. Oh, Billy Gunn just making out with Sonny back on May 26. Phineas is like, what the hell, man? That's my girlfriend. And then Bart's like, here we go. Back suplex, win. Back on September 22nd. Everything's good. Bart's like, come on, Billy. Pulls out an Owen playing a prank, making her look old on the centerfold thing. <laughs> that same show, September 22nd, the last uh, pay-per-view here. Billy was like, fuck you, Bart. And then was like, wait a minute. Campbell Vitas did that. Running power slam. Bulldog with a cover one. So Billy just, I don't know what the hell Billy was doing, but he got hit with a spinning heel kick by Owen, and they uh, lost the tag title. Sonny then proceeded to break up with the guns. I hate you. Wait you don't a second. have the titles anymore. It's over. Wait a second. Guys, we also haven't recorded since the last Sonny update. Oh, shit. Yeah, so here's the uh, developments with Sonny. Unless you want to talk about it. Else you can no, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so Sonny uh, is back in jail because 
she may or may not have uh, murdered someone with her car. She apparently ran into a parked car, and that parked car proceeded to then go into another car, and the guy that was in the parked car died. When she was drunk, correct? Well, they're thinking that she was under the influence of something. They didn't say what. Right. So here's the thing. Okay. I don't know how many times that this girl, whether it be car-related, drug-related, or, hey, I'm stalking-related, she's got to fucking go to jail for more than a year. And I don't want to hear this whole, like, oh, I'm going to go to rehab. And No, nah, man, you've been to rehab like eight times. And you are not, now you've killed someone. Yeah. Well, that's okay. All that fuck money that she's earned over the last couple of years is about to go to that guy's family, so. Oh, I'm sure. I wonder, Dallas, is there a, uh, is there a deal on her OnlyFans? Is she offering a deal? Let me head over to that right now. Um, 15% off because it's one percentage for every year that I'll be in jail. 15%. Well, it, well, before I click on it, her last post, March 25th, 2022, is no. it just a regular, a weird picture of her? And there's, just so you guys know what we're looking at. She's fully clothed. Unlike her last one where you can see a little nipple. Yeah, uh, this is, well, assholes, since my name has been sworn the top of the kill list for the past 20 years, and I'm still fucking alive. Shit, my autograph is worth more now. So once I do croak, you can sell it for a lot more money. Come see me out at a signing. Well, we won't be seeing it at a signing unless it's at the county jail anytime soon. And no, her OnlyFans is still $30 a month. So, um, yeah. That sucks. We missed our deal, guys. Bob would not pull the trigger. He wouldn't sign no. up. No, I don't. Or Austin wouldn't do it for that. the group. We tried. These are the tag champs coming out right here. Wow, look at those biceps, dude. Owen has definitely trimmed his hair down. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he has. Wow. I do like these guys as a tag team. So do 100%. I. 100%. I've been waiting for fucking three years for their team to establish. You know, Billy Gunn for some reason is really re- reminding me of Zach Morris. <laughs> I'm saved by the bell. Wow. That's fair. Like, I don't know, like the mannerisms, like he's just trying to be that cool guy. Yeah. Big and man Sonny on campus. Was, and, yeah, and Sonny was his Kelly Kapowski. Wait a second. Jim Ross says he's meeting with Bret Hart tonight and there's going to be a big announcement on Raw tomorrow. Oh, boy. He's, he's going to be there live. What do you mean he's meeting with Bret Hart tonight? Is Bret in Indiana? Yeah. Well, why isn't he at the pay-per-view? Don't know. Doesn't want to. That's some bullshit. He's big match Bret. Big match Bret. Bret. It's Uncle Joey in the ring here. <laughs> Uncle Joey. Oh, they're Cut messing with his microphone. Up. Hey, you can't pull the hair. Hey, right. 
I want my mic to work. It's always working. Headlock takeover. Head scissors by Owen. Billy gets out of the hip toss. No, Owen hip toss. No. Summer will flip over clothesline. By Billy. Oof. They keep, like, messing with the sound of Jim Ross's microphone to, like, act like it's not working, which I'm kind of finding funny. Well, I wonder why they're trying to, like, silence him. Because he's turned his back on the WWF. Double clothesline there from the champs. The Hogan leg drop by Bulldog. Bulldog doesn't know that he has to like tag in correctly because like he's not. The ref ain't telling him either. Well, would you tell him? I wouldn't. I was like, Davey, you're doing great. What's that mean? What? Has anybody made any cool purchases lately? <laughs> oh, have I? Yeah, Dallas just spent $400 on glasses. Well. On what? Glasses. I did do that. What's glasses? Like for like, my face? Like glasses for your face. Oh. Yeah, I didn't mean to do that. Well, I didn't expect to do that. Are they like prescription glasses? Well, yeah, that's what I need. Or like ring-worn glasses? No, they're prescription. Oh, all right. I actually just, re- I was so excited, but I think I already told you guys about my purchase, so I actually don't know if I have made any good purchases. I don't think I do either. About some figures. Yeah, I've been trying to save up. I gotta move soon, so. Well, that's a fair reason. Yeah. You, once you move, then it can start again. Oh, and it's gonna. And you're gonna have room to put shit, which is the best part. Yeah. I'm excited for you. I was just talking recently. I said, man, I can't wait till Austin gets to hang up all his masks again. Yeah, instead of hiding him in my closet. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Bart, Bart crossbody at the top. You know, Bart really tried there, but he just couldn't do it. Bulldog off the rope. Oh, God, a crossbody. Goes for cover man, one. Man, you two. know, oof. the guns really just feel so out of place. It's just so stale. And I was just thinking yeah. that, too. It's. They're so past their expiration date, it's not even funny. I think that they were done. I mean, I think there was still value of them in er, like earlier this year, but I would say probably by like June. It's time to cut cut bait here, or, or at least like re, maybe repackage them or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of bored of them. They got a bad shake, though. They really did. Yeah, you know, I feel like I saw something on Twitter where somebody was like, I think they were talking about, like, present-day wrestling. They were like, oh, you didn't have to live through the day of, like, smoking guns or whatever. (laughs) And I was like, number one, the smoking guns aren't that bad. They're one and of the they, better things that we've been watching, which is the yeah. Bad and thing. and then they were making it sound as if they like the smoke guns were shoved down our throats. And it's like if you really go back and look at it, they weren't the first year and a half because like, they came in what 
May of 93. I mean, they weren't even champions until January of 95. They were barely even featured. Yeah, like what are we like what are you talking about? They just saw, showed Sunny watching the screen and like about to like suck on her finger while Bulldog and Owen were in the ring, which you know, there's nothing wrong with that. They need to fix Jim Ross's shit because if we get to listen to this for two hours, Jim Ross or uh, Vince Man don't care. He would do that. He might re-sign Jim Ross to come back to WrestleMania and do like a seven-hour WrestleMania just so he could fuck with him. Oh yeah, he definitely would. Yeah, I don't know, man. I uh, I gotta tell you, I feel bad because it's like. Again, I don't keep up with anything modern, and I was at least watching Japanese shit, and it's like, I don't, I'm not even doing that. Well, there's nothing really to get excited about. I mean, I only get excited for AEW nowadays. The most wrestling I watch is Monday nights on this podcast. Missing out on good shit, man. Nice to know you don't watch the uh, TNA Cross Line podcast. That's nice. No, I don't listen to that. Yeah. Appreciate the support. Yeah, you got enough supporters. Uh, Billy almost just won with a side rush leg sweep. Now, we've seen a replay here of Bart and Billy colliding on the apron, and Billy was mad for a minute. But now he's back in the match. I hope we see the real Double J tonight, guys. Oh, you know, I forgot about that. Maybe they'll bury him alive. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's funny because the smoking guns remind me a lot of Dallas and Bob just because how close they are. Just really good buddies and almost like brothers. That's what happens when you're in the same town as each other. Yeah. You guys talk to each other like 30 hours a week and you're on six different shows together. and You know. And here I am. Out in the fucking wind. Yeah, well, you you wanted to abandon us. Yeah, I mean, you you did like you left us like a an unwanted pet. Yeah, you know, here I am, slowly yeah. getting phased out on Icopod. They already got Screech fucking lined up for 1997. Well, wait, you wait till you see who's next, <clears throat> Joe Sweet. So at yeah, least when uh, I text Dallas, he doesn't just say cool. Bob, yeah. you ain't got shit to say to me, okay? Or I'll be like, and you'll be like, zup. Yeah. That's nice. why when I call you and you answer and you're like, what do you want? I go, what's up? And then you'll I'll just go. be like, I need you Fuck. to provide free advertisement for my website. And I'll be like, this is the only time you ever call me is when you want something for free. Yeah, sounds familiar, asshole. Dude, how do you fucking do this on my website for my <laughs> articles, dude? It's 7 a.m., you piece of shit. <laughs> fucking on, ass Google. I'm on, I'm on a cruise. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's New Year's Day, 7 a.m. Fuck off. What the fuck was that? They just missed the sidewinder? Yeah, but it looked how like he still hit it. <laughs> Spinning heel kick That might be it One Davey two, boy held on to Bart him. Gunn's tights For so long And Bart Gunn didn't do shit Yeah he really did 
that, that was match was that match wasn't even that good either. No, that was terrible. The work rate tonight is not going well. It was like they waited for so long on that little convoluted finish. Yeah, they telegraphed it pretty bad. I feel like Bulldog's done that way too many times. Whoa, Sonny clapping for Bulldog and Owen. That's the noise that she's... Never mind. That's from... Is that from Vivid? <laughs> Did you just play a clip from Vivid? Because I'll do one too. Yeah, where she poots. Yeah. She pooted. She pooted. <laughs> yeah. This is gross. Not a great showing there for the champs. No, Bart is devastated though. He's not happy. Can't believe we lost. All right. All right. So we're, uh, we're we're over two tonight. On quality matters. Uh, I'd say so. Um not surprised, but look at Hunter's Homesley and look shit. What's his name? I love how they just put the fucking live over Humsley's face because he's an embarrassment. Ray Rougeau is looking like my dad when he had a mustache. Yo, Yo. dude, one hundred percent. It's a nice mustache, though. I gotta yeah. say. I'm gonna have to ask my mom. She slept with Ray Rougeau. Listen, I used to have an accent, and now I don't. Phone number no longer active. Don't call the number. Screech, don't do it. one 900 wwf Don't call that number. Do not. one 900 Don't do it. That's Canada. Don't call that. that well, don't call that one either. Screech, don't do it. Okay, Jim Ross has left the table. Oh, darn. We're really going to miss out Wait, now. talking about Farouk having a problem with Ahmed Johnson. Wait a second. Well, Jim Ross is in the ring shooting. I'm doing my very best job broadcasting. I think that Scott Hall and Kevin Ash are going to come out and attack Vince McMahon. <laughs> Fired me twice, but then I... I still took the job to come back. What is the fucking payoff for all this bullshit with JR? No, but if if I was Jim Ross and they fired me twice and were disrespectful twice, why would you go back a third time? That's like a level of just like lack of self-respect, right? Well, yeah, you're just a slut at that point. And then you probably also, I mean, I understand that WWF is, I mean, and WCW. I guess he wouldn't go back to WCW. So really, WWF is his only option. But, like, I, he was doing, like, football stuff with the Falcons. Like, just do that. You don't need to beat this. Fuck JR. I don't, like, I don't like his commentary now. Well, he can't even have an intelligent conversation at this point. Well, and he also always thinks he needs to talk in in the form of a soundbite. If you have, if you ever listen to his podcast, he'll say something that is like an opinion, and then he'll be like, "Well, that's," and people are gonna think, "Oh, oh, Jr. is just bitter." I ain't bitter. I just know what I like and what I don't like, and I don't like all the high spots. Oh, but but Jr. is out of touch now. No, I'm not. So he's basically talking to himself as if it's a fan critiquing what he's talking about. It's just weird. 
Yeah, that is weird. You know what I rewatched recently? And I do this from time to time. I know. I know exactly what it is. What? WCW Mayhem 1999, the world title tournament. Uh, you were definitely watching that. No. Super J Cup 97. I haven't watched the Super J Cup in a while. Um, no, it was actually Halloween Havoc 1997, Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. And to oh. this fucking day, that's still my favorite match. To it this is, day. It's a good. It's a great match. And it's like, there's no stalling. There's no lulls. It's on from start to finish. It doesn't go long. It's not a long match. I was going to say, it's like 11 minutes or something. Yeah. yeah. Fucking dude. I can't say enough good stuff about that. It's peak fucking heel Eddie. Yeah. Ray's oh already been over huge. Earlier tonight on Free For All, Ahmed Johnson brutally attacked Farouk Assad with a two by four. So he's back. To be fair, he's been asking for that attack. So that's why Farouk's not rustling tonight. Good. Commercial. What else would you get? Mr. Perfect's coming out again? (sighs) What's he doing out here? Mr. Perfect's here? Uh, Is he replacing Jim Ross on the commentary table? That's fine. I do not want to hear Jim Ross anymore. I don't understand why this guy's getting a freaking entrance. Looks like he's fresh out of the shower. This guy's getting an entrance for to be on the commentary table. Nah, don't worry. He'll be in WCW soon. That's true. In like a year or less than a year. Care to join us? What about those Lloyds of London? Huh? Don't worry about my Lloyds of London. Don't worry about my headset. God damn it. I don't. This is a perfect opportunity. Use Brian Pillman. Put him on the fucking mic. They've done it before. I was going to say, they did it before. Maybe they just didn't like it or something. Who knows? No, he wants to be in the... In the ring is the problem. Yeah, well, he can't. Right. It's kind of it's kind of out of his own control. Here comes Gold Dust. Gold Dust. I almost bought a ninety dollar Gold Dust figure from uh, Larger Than Life the other day. Again, you almost did. Well, I mean, I have one. Ninety dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, but it was like. It was the uh, the one I have now is definitely mid ninety six gold dust. And the one I almost bought was like early ninety six gold dust. Oh, but I was like, you know what? I already have that era gold dust, so I said no. Decided against it. 
I should have bought. This was a while ago, but I should have bought the Steve Austin one, where he had like nine championships. Oh yeah, but that was like three hundred dollars and. Whatever, man. If you buy what makes you happy, man. Well, yeah. I mean, that's in theory true, but I didn't do it. Should have done it, but look at Mark Miro. Farouk had back trouble. Lawler, I don't got time for you. My eyes are too focused on the match. <laughs> you could be a champion of choices, too. He's, like, trying to talk, and Lawler keeps cutting him off. I can't wait for a Mark merrill Jay Lawler match. Because we know that's going to happen. Well, here they come. Why did that guy have kiss face paint on? Because the demon is going to show up tonight? <laughs> mm, I hope not. Duh. Don't even know. Gail Tolberg. Ugh. Duh. Barf. Don't be dumb. Listen, I think their attempt at the stage is cool, but the more I see it, it's like, it just doesn't... Well, it's, it like, feels... it's, a, it's like nothing. If there was something on the top, maybe, yeah. like the In Your House logo or, or something... I just feel like it needs something else. The entrance feels like you're at like a live event. Yeah, yeah. Like an old, like, or just like an old WWF show where there's just like nothing. They come out of nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Live events probably a better. My favorite thing about like not, like '92 WWF oh. is when they is when they would walk out, but it was like just out of like the hockey bleacher thing. Yeah. And there was like no pillars or nothing. They're just walking out. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's the same vibe. Miro's got some cool pyro here. Well, he's wild. He's got to have wild It's pyro. like a whole frame of pyro. Yeah, the wild man, except he's wearing, like, jackets that, yeah, it's a robe, but it's still, like, that's still Johnny B. Bad to me. Yeah, and but and they've, and they've kind of gone away from the whole, like, jungle guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Because, like, when he was wearing what? It was all it was black and white, right? Uh, yeah, for a while it was. Now Listen, was like, I still what? like Mark Merrill, so whatever, but. I, but I, like, I like this gear better, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed his Farouk match on Raw. That was. Oh. That might be his best match so far. Well, who knows? Maybe we're going to see another good one. I here was going to say, this, might, this has potential to be pretty good. You know what? Yeah, I feel like we say that every time. Yeah, we do. We do that for almost every match. This yeah, one might be match. good, guys. This is some potential. And then we mm, watch it, and chance. it's like, that was the longest six minutes of our lives. Already, I can't wait. Headlock. You were try- like, oh, hey, you're trying, you tried to abduct my wife two months ago. Side headlock. Here we go. Ready? Lock up. Side headlock. Do it. Arm drag. Close enough. See, if that was me, I would have just kicked him in the nuts and taken the disqualification. Headlock. Back him in the corner. WCW style. There you go, Dustin. Now you're going you're gonna to pat him on the chest and you're going to back off. Well, these are both WCW guys. That is true. Oh, look at that. Miro shoves him to the neck. Oh. 
Uh, speaking of WCW guys, recently on Twitter, I did see the uh, the picture of Scott Hall's service. I guess you would say, and it's you mm. know a couple of wrestlers standing by. Yeah, I'm assuming his grave. Um, and it was pretty sobering because if you think about it, yeah, a lot of wrestlers pass away and they do these nice promo packages, and it's like, oh, it's larger than life guy. We're not going to see anymore. But not a lot of times do you see the photos like that, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, yeah, that was a real guy, and yeah, he really died. Yeah, that's a fair point. So I was pretty bummed out to see that, to say the least. Um, and I don't know, it, it makes me think, like, of all the guys that have passed away even recently... None of that we saw, but, like, it all happened for them, and, like, that sucks. Mm-hmm. And it's just something that, I guess, I don't know, us as fans, I feel like at least I never really took into account before. You never think about that part. Yeah. Doesn't feel real. Until you see it. Right. Well, especially a guy like Scott Hall. Like, he's not that old. He turned his life around. He was on the right track. In better shape. Just, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is, it's weird to think about how, for wrestlers, and I guess really for Scott Hall in this instance, like all the, all the stuff that he went through, whether it be alcohol, well, it was mostly alcohol for him, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, you know, he has all those, as they say, demons, overcomes it. And then the way that, you know, what leads to his death is falling at his house. Yeah. And it has to have hip surgery. Right. And then he has complications from the surgery. Like, that is just so bizarre to me. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's just... Just really unfortunate. Backdrop here by Mark Merrill. Goldust took that pretty well. He floated down. That was pretty nice. Bales to the floor. There's definitely a disconnect here because there's been some stuff that's gotten fucked up. Oh. Merrill looked like he landed bad on his left knee there. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, and he's hobbling. I wonder if they'll show a replay of that because he definitely bent back on that. He's gonna go for a slingshot, leg drop on the injured leg. So maybe he's not. Maybe he's all right. I feel like he tried to come down a little softer on it, though. I mean, he uh, okay. He, well, he might be. He fine. might be limping a little bit. A little, but he's probably that first tweak. Here, let's say it again. Oh, yeah. Ooh, dude, that almost broke. I'm telling yeah, you, that almost dude, broke. he just went back. Wow, that's how I came down on my ankle. Yeah, that's not good. It almost reminds me of the Owen Hart uh, Royal Rumble. Remember that, Bob? Oh, the 93 one? Yeah, it looks like he blows his knee out. Yeah. Uh, No, no, no. It was a match, it was a match with Bigelow, wasn't it? 
Or no, when he gets eliminated? Yeah, it's when he gets eliminated. Yeah, I think you're right. When he's eliminated, yeah. Yeah, that was not good either. That was bad. Bring him to the steel steps. I think this has been the best match so far. I actually agree with that. Yeah. Not much competition, right? Mm, that's fine. Don't worry, we still got Sid Invader, and then he buried a live match. <clears throat> I am looking forward to the buried alive. Sid Invader should be such a clusterfuck that it should be fun. Yeah. I don't know. If it goes more than seven minutes, I'll be shocked. Well, that's fine. I don't think it probably shouldn't. Yeah, and I just realized that Goldust on this show technically has both an intercontinental title match and a world title match on the same show. Mm, yeah. He's a top dog, baby. I wonder if that's why like, he's trying to just keep it casual here. Because he's like, I got a fucking main event with Sean tonight. I mean, he doesn't really like <laughs> go crazy, though. No, but I mean, I don't think he's actively trying to have a huge like work rate right now. Fist Goldie. Gold dust. One, two. No, Meryl kicks out. Uh, so my girlfriend's friends were in town mm-hmm. for almost the last week. And, you know, it's the three of them. So it's that growing up dynamic from kindergarten on to 30 years old. Um, and it really bummed me out. Because I thought back to a time where Dallas and I had a mutual friend and we were all very close mm. and had very similar chemistry to my girlfriend and her two friends. Austin, we're all still friends. Oh no, Bob, you weren't included. Oh. Um, you've always been on the outer ring. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, um, the outside circle. Right? I'm sorry. Oops. I'm talking. <laughs> Who are you, Crystalia, you son of a bitch? Oops. Oops. Um, yeah, and I was bummed out, man, because this specific friend we, like, don't even talk to anymore. And it's like, fuck, we could have that still. And we don't. That's life, man. Wait a second, hold on. Goldust grabbed the microphone. Shut the hell up. I'm kind of surprised you recognize that, by the way, Bob. What? <laughs> that reference. Yeah, dude, of course, man. Why is Gold just cutting a promo? How would I not? I, listen, Chris Delia, for all intents and purposes, allegedly is not a great human being, but I do find him funny on podcasts. I was going to say, I don't care because I'm a huge Chris Delia fan. Huge. So. I don't even know who you're talking Who are you talking about? It's a comedian. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know who that is. He he's usually on a. Uh, well, I mean, I guess he has his own now with like Brendan Schaub, who I fucking hate. 
No, but, I just listened to Congratulations, his own podcast. I have forever, though. Oh, okay. That was a nice moonsault there. That one guy with the Shawn Michaels shirt is pissed. Uh, yeah. Know. Well, he almost got but, the win there, but he did not. So, D'Elia is usually on... Uh, he Fighter does, like, stuff... Kid. Fighter and the Kid, yeah. And then, like, the King and the Sting and the Wing or now or whatever. And uh, one of the guys, he's going to beat him with a roll-up again. One, two... It's almost like his finisher. Now. Yeah, I know. Oh, no. So what happens, though, is Brendan Schaub will usually, like, interrupt him. And Delia will just go, like, oops, I was talking, wasn't I? Or, like, Brian Callen. Like, he'll just oh, okay. oops, okay. oops, I wasn't done talking yet. Now was I? And stuff like that. And that cracks me up. Because he just, he's... He's funny in a in a podcast format. I don't know about a stand up. I'm not really a fan. Of yeah, I don't know. He does a lot of crowd work and stuff, which is fine. But yeah, it's kind of sometimes like you got to be there, sort of thing. That dude, I, I, I like, think that's what it is for any stand. I can't. I was just gonna say I can't get into stand up. People always talk about specials and like I just yeah. can't get into it. I'm a I, I huge it. cynic when it comes to comedy. Huge. I'm very yeah. cynical. I want to like it, but... I, just, I feel like damn. a lot of stand-up... Like, they'll be like, oh, this guy or this girl's revolutionary. And, like, I'll watch it. And I'll be like, these are the most basic fucking jokes. Yeah. Like, they're making I don't know. Jokes. There is some... No, there's some people and some stuff, though, that I fucking love. But a lot of it's old. Yeah. Now, Helmsley's coming down to the ring. Mr. Perfect up. Here we go. We're advertising a Raw match here on pay-per-view. This is dumb. During the Intercontinental title match of all matches, come on. Helmsley's hair looks much better wet, by the way. What was Helmsley trying to do? Is he he just confronting Perfect? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I thought he was trying to get the woman back, but she's not even there. No. Wait. Oh, that's Sable. Back in the ring here. These guys are still going at it. Small drop. Yep. 450. Do it. Marrow's got a great mustache. Yeah, he does, man. Wait, what? Yeah, shooting star press, right? Is that his move or the 450? It's a shooting star, I believe, right? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I knew that. He's hit it a couple times. Yes, he has. Yeah, but why did I think it was a 450? And he hits it pretty good where it looks like it hurts his fucking knees really badly. Well, he does end up having knee problems, so that probably didn't help. Well, that's got to be why. Yeah. He Did is guys, definitely limping since that fucking somersault. Yeah. Wild do, do you guys find it interesting that there's a ton of wrestlers that just have, like, a woman valet, and they tend to be blonde? That's typically the way it goes. Yeah, but why Why do... What does... Okay, put it this way. What does Sable offer to Mark Merrow besides eye candy? Sex. I meant on screen, Bob. Oh. Look at him land on his knees, dude. Yeah, uh, I don't know, Dallas. Does it not motivate you when a woman is yelling, "Come on, hurry, get up"? Um, in that voice too, like, "Come she on." She didn't do anything, and I, I would say the same about Marlena, but I feel like she's actually helped the gold dust, like, distract people. She's, she's gotten like involved, yeah. Right. Well, hey, it's, it's, Kevin Nash. I mean, it's to widen his, his appeal, really. Well, if it's yeah. just Mark Merrill, there's nothing there. But if you have know, a hot I just think it's, with him. I just think it's bland to have. Why does every other wrestler need a female valet? I think it's even blander if it's just him. 
I don't that's know. Just, just that's what Aaron. WWF thinks too. Right. That's why they have Sable with him. And I'm I'm only using the Sable as a as a uh, a reference point. That's why Hunter's coming out with different chicks is because they feel like he needs that. Yeah, but that's boring. He doesn't need that. It's boring. I agree. I agree. They only use Sunny because they think she's hot. I mean, she is hot. I don't know. I just Vader and Sid is next. Speaking of hot. Battle of the power bomb. I don't think either guy is going to hit a power bomb tonight. I bet you <laughs> Sid is going to hit one on Vader. You really think he can get Vader up? No, I didn't say he's going to get him up good. Do you think he can lift him up for a power bomb? If Vader's in a good mood. If he if he can pick up Vader and do it, this will be similar to when Kevin Nash did it to the Giant. He's about to break Vader's neck. Or when Scott Hall did it to Hogan off the second rope. Yeah, that never happened. Last call with Scott Hall, baby. You know, another funny the thing. The thing that's crazy is it fucking did happen at some point, and your ass just doesn't you know, remember. You know what's funny about uh, another funny Scott Hall story? And I, I'm pretty sure this happened. He had his own, like, there was, like, a YouTube thing. I think he had last call with Scott Hall, like you mentioned. And he, like, watched his ECW match with Justin Credible, and he was very cri- very critical of Justin Credible. <laughs> he was like, ah, so he's out of place there, but, you know. You know, PJ's PJ tries. You know, what can you do? I was telling him, slow it down, slow it down. He just didn't want to listen to me. I'm, I'm not a PJ Polacco guy. Yeah. Uh, I like him to an extent in ECW, but then he blocked me on Twitter, so I don't like him anymore. Oh, well, yeah. And that catchphrase of his, that's not just the coolest, that's not just the best, that, my friends, is just incredible. I think uh, anytime he didn't say it in a promo, he would twitch. Fuck, I need to to say it. (laughs) Shit. I didn't say my my line. Sid getting the first entrance, the crowd, all of them are standing up. I mean, come on. Because guess what? Folks, Sid is over. Here he comes. Is he going to be the one to fight Shawn Michaels? Is this like the best physical condition that Sid has ever been in? His He's life? pretty fucking shaped out here. Like, what in the world? This must have told him, hey, Sid, we're probably going to put this strap on you, so we need you to just be fucking in amazing condition. I'm going to say like, something cool. really controversial. Right? Uh-oh. Jordan clip it. This is gonna be this is gonna shake the foundation a little bit. Okay. Clip it, Jordan. Get ready to clip it. I'm gonna tell you right now that I prefer Sid on the back nine of his career compared to the front nine of his career. I agree with that. Even though, like, his style, you know, his WCW, his early WWF stuff is probably what, you know, people think of that makes Sid. Give me WCW 99 Sid. All fucking. Give me ECW Sid. Give me 1997 WWF Sid. And give me fucking WCW Sid. Late 90s. Yeah. Yeah. To me, he aged like a fine fucking wine. Mm Mm-hmm. My favorite thing, and maybe one of these days I'll take the time to go back and find it, but 
Yeah, like the peak of his heel run with like you know going into Go- the Goldberg match or whatever, he like stuttered over his words and he was like, "Excuse me," like it was yeah, only him, yeah. like or like, "Pardon me," but it was only <laughs> yeah. him in the ring. Like he wasn't being interviewed by Mean Gene. Like he was talking, and he like misspoke about something, and he was like, "Pardon me, Goldberg." <laughs> <laughs> Why are you being polite? Like, stop it. There's a like, just cut your promo. Yeah. So I, I'm just laying that out there for everybody. I, it's you know, work rate might not have been great, but really, the rest no, made but it doesn't up for need it. it. Yeah. Not every guy needs to be a phenomenal in-ring worker to get you into the building. Sid is the type of guy where he is just a draw because the guy is a fucking monster, and then he's also entertaining in every other... Sid was a fucking draw in 2012 when he came back for a couple shots on Raw. Yeah. People were fucking pumped. Yep. What the fuck? Shawn Michaels is coming out? Why? Oh, is he going to be on commentary? He probably is. Because now remember, the win- he doesn't have the belt with him. Man, right. Uh, because remember now, the winner of this match will square off against Shawn Michaels at Survivor Series if Shawn is, in fact, still the champion at that point in time, which I'm sure he will be. Well, I'm not sure, boy. It's so happy. If your lesbian gym teacher was a Pokemon, Sid, fucking Psycho Sid would be the final evolution of that Pokemon. Okay. Look how fancy Sean looks. Let him talk to Vader like they're buddies. Jim Cornette's like, are you going to come in the hot tub tonight with Stacy? Oh. Again, two WCW guys here. We got the big leg drop, dude. That's it. Nope. If you think about it, Stunning Steve and Terrorizing were some WCW guys squaring off tonight, too. <laughs> Ten punches. Sid threw about four of them. Sid trying to pick up the big man, but he didn't. Couldn't quite do it. I need. I need to see a power bomb here tonight. Oh, we will. Sean on commentary here. What the. F- what is happening? Vader was just resting his cock head on Sid's forehead in the corner. Is there a thought about getting a haircut in the future? Lawler asked Shawn Michaels. Why is Sid acting like he's already gone 20 minutes? Because well, he this, has. This is, yeah, this is probably significantly longer than anything he's ever done. He's like getting destroyed. 
Man, so I was supposed to meet Sid once, and that dude just just had to not show up. Well, he probably knew that you'd be there, so. Yeah, could have been it, man. I'm about to go meet the Steiner brothers. Oh, are you really going to go to, what is it, Victor? Yeah. That's nice. I still got to see if I have my James Storm figure. If you get that signed. Wait, no, I want to buy that from you. Yeah, but I'm going to get signed, though, and then I can charge you, like, triple the price. No. That's true. Please don't. Yeah, so instead of... Because like I want to open it. I don't want it in the package. Instead of, like, $2, I can get 6 <laughs> Yeah, look at that. Or I can... I'll, like, I'll agree to sell it to you, and then I get it signed, and then I meet you in person at the Dallas. Sorry about your damn luck. But this Sorry figure, about your... Mm, look. This figure just happened to go up a little bit. Instead of two dollars, I'm gonna need six fifty. Six fifty. So I've just been informed I have to wait till we're done to eat ice cream, so this show needs to hurry up. Why gotta wait? I was just told I said take the ice cream out, I'm gonna come get it. And I was told you can wait. Wow. Is she usually that disrespectful to you? I don't know, man. I'm pretty upset about it right now. We we uh we made Sundays this weekend with our friends. And we had every topping you can think of to put on these Sundays. See, Bob, now you've even been replaced. I know. I was just going to say, like, I don't get invited to anything. It's amazing. Um, it's It was uh, a specific couple friends. He's mm. always got excuses, too. Have yeah. you noticed that? I'm just the wrestling friend. If it's nothing, oh if God. it doesn't That's involve not true. wrestling, and then, like, fuck you, Bob. That's not or, true. Like, you know it. I'm the friend where uh, it's either wrestling or are we playing the game werewolf so we can watch Bob get pissed off. That is the <laughs> okay, only listen, I've ever. Okay, I'll give you credit. That might be true. Yeah. If Bob comes over, that's the time werewolf gets pulled out. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You got people cheating, then you got people who don't listen. You don't even listen. I uh, I don't I don't even try anymore to get people to listen. But it's Anyways, like. I'm like the town drunk, and like I know that this guy or this girl is a fucking werewolf, and they're just like, nah, dude. Well, you're drunk. I wouldn't listen to you either. Well, the fuck that, dude. Anyways, what I was going to ask you and all of our listeners is what is your favorite Sunday topping? Don't turn this around. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Walnuts. Get out of here, walnuts, you liar. No shit. Of course I'm Get lying. the fuck out of here, dude. Whoa, Sid, just go to the top rope. You're going to break his fucking leg. Oh, dude, this is not a good idea. What oh, the he fuck? Got Why is Sid doing a top rope cross body in a match against Vader? I don't know. At least it wasn't a big boot. Oh, my God. Why in the world? Why not, dude? <laughs> what is the hell, man? Vader with a big splash. that He killed him. That's it. One, two. Sid didn't even kick out of that. He did like a Jeff Jarrett kick out. He just raised his arm up. I don't know about Sunday topping, but I'm pretty partial to the cherry dip on ice cream. Yeah, you you've the... always been a cherry dip guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> recently, and I blame this on Dallas for the most part, uh, sometimes I will just go and I'll get a fucking vanilla ice cream cone and I'll want rainbow sprinkles on it. 
I'm telling you, there's something about it that hits the fucking spot, man. So. I do that more often than I should probably admit. I uh, I very rarely at this point get hard ice cream. I almost never do. Soft oh, never serve do. is the way to go, dude. Soft yeah. serve, 100%. Vader just hit a middle row big splash and then pulled him up on at the count of two. And then he just stopped pinning him. What is with this guy not wanting to win matches? He did the same thing at SummerSlam. Cornette's telling him to do it to pin him. He's going. Uh, he's going to go for a moonsault. Is he going to power bomb him off the middle rope? And that's how they get around this. Most likely. Vader bomb. Nope. Vader. All oh, the knees are up. Yeah, I got the. Knees oh my up. god. Oh my god. The big man. The big man. Oh. Clothesline. Stan Hansen. What a lariat. Scooby to slam. It's freaking Hogan and Andre. Finish him. Do it, Sid. Sid's boots are probably as tall as my whole body. Yeah. Is it bonus episode soon? Can we just skip ahead and watch the the one where he breaks his leg? No. You're right. We'd actually have to watch the. They actually don't even show it on pay per view. They have. They show it on Nitro. I was gonna say we gotta. We would have to watch the Nitro where they show it seventeen times. They don't really show it on the pay per view. They show it on Nitro though. Yeah. And I, I love oh, it. Oh, like, about to owe me Chipotle for your life. No, that was not. Oh, he hit him in the nuts. Guys, I'm behind. You keep giving it away. Well, maybe you should learn how to properly sync up when it's time to do that. Listen, we can't all have what we want, Austin. Can't I can't believe this match is still going. Oh, he's going for it again. Vader hit it. The battle of the power bomb, guys. Really I mean, taking his time. I've never seen something so epic. Clothesline, no. Slapping him around here. Choke slam. <gasps> oh, that's bullshit. You hype it up. How do you hype it up as the battle of the power bombs and then Sid wins with a fucking choke slam? If you think about it, it's kind of a version of a power bomb. No, it's not. It's a choke slam. Choke slam and a power bomb aren't the same thing. So So that means now that Psycho Sid and Shawn Michaels Survivor Series next month WWF World Championship. See, so you didn't like two heels fighting earlier. We're about to see two faces fight at Survivor Series. Yeah, but Shawn Michaels is a heel. Uh, is he? To me. Okay. I mean, he's dressed all in black. Yeah, and he's also banging uh, Sonny behind Chris Candido's back, and that's a pretty heelish thing to Sid's do. Sid's laughing at him. Who's the man? I'm freaking weird in the head, Sean. I don't like you anymore. I have half the brain that you do. Oh, are they going to do the mega power handshake? Dude, no way. They are. Oh, shit. Cool, so they're still friends. Oh, Sean Michaels, that's super kicking right now. No, Sean never does that to people. I would do that. That's super kicking. 
I'd super kick him, and then I'd scream out, Super kick party! Survivor Series, Madison Square Garden. Yeah. And don't forget, it's also the Hall of Fame. Bruh! What's the date on the show? The 16th? Oh, wait. Okay, so the 17th. November 17th, I think. The Marriott Marquis in Times Square. The stars of yesterday meet the stars of today. I think we should watch the whole ceremony. Yeah, I don't think so. It's probably shorter than the ones they do today. They have less people this year, and it still went like four or five hours, I think. I didn't watch it, so I don't really know the exact number. But I watched it. It was stupid. They have, like, the guys do entrances all, like, down the ramp, do the entrance, and then their promo is in the ring. I don't like the ring setup. It's it's more of a show now than it yeah. is a ceremony. Yeah, it's, that is very true. Yeah, I liked when it was, like, on just a stage, and, like, you went to, like, it looked nice. It was, like, fancy. It wasn't yeah. on the Raw stage. But Scott uh, Steiner in a WWE ring, I do need to watch that. This is uh, the Twin Towers in the background, by the way. Yes, it is. Are we? Um, are we gonna? Is Scott Steiner gonna get like an action figure now, or what? It depends if they sign the Legends deal. I feel like if he's at the Hall of Fame, he probably did. No, they. I heard about that recently on the Major Pod. They said that's not always the case. Jim Ross is is reminding Sid of all the things he did to him, like to Shawn Michaels a year ago. And Sid's basically saying that I will do whatever I need to do to achieve my destiny. And Michael P.S. Hayes is pissed, Doc Hendricks, because he wasn't going to ask him the hard hitting questions. He was going to ask him, "How does it feel to be number one contender?" And Sid Thank was you, be Sid. Like, I feel good. No problem with the microphone then. Heel Jim Ross is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen. I want a Sid documentary. I want the Vladimir documentary. But... I want the Lex Luger one. Oh, yeah, Lex Luger too, yeah. No, but instead we just get uh, Roman Reigns evil. I watched, like, the, yeah. I watched the first episode of that with Hollywood Hogan, dude. Ugh. It's brutal. It was well, like it's okay. Just nothing for ba- new. It's well, right, and it's like not. It's like two K fabe for me, and like it was good background noise because I wasn't just like, oh god, I can't wait to watch this. So it was good like background noise, but it was literally trying to be like Dark Side of the Ring, but like, oh yeah, brother, the Hulkamaniacs returning on me, so I had to do something. Oh my god. Is that that's the show where people are like comparing it? Because I yes. saw like the setup and it's yeah. Yes, you saw the set. Yeah, where they do they even do like the the reenactments and like yeah, that's it. Oh, they're even doing reenactments. Yeah, dude, a little bit. I didn't want like I said I only watched one episode, but it's very much like we're gonna pretend this is like it's like if if Dark Side of the Ring was like PG, like that's what it was. <laughs> right. And it's like, oh, he's a bad guy. He's evil. 
We're preparing for the Barrier Live match. We're seeing flashbacks of the urn situation, some caskets. This is SummerSlam. Why, Paul Bearer? Why? I'm getting really tired, so I really hope this match is good. Yeah, what's our time check here, guys? Okay, we are at one hour, 19 minutes, and 15 seconds. So we have wow. roughly 30 minutes left of this show. Just a little wow. bit over. Well, Undertaker's entrance alone is about seven minutes, so subtract that. I'm sure whatever's going to happen at the end of this match is going to take at least five to seven minutes. Sometimes they do yeah. the highlight package where they show the clips, so then that's another like three minutes. That's if true. They, if they do that, which they have been, usually for in your houses, I feel like. Uh, yeah, your Bob's right. So by the time entrances and all that stuff is done, the match is going to be about 10, 10 minutes long. It'll go more than 10. Probably I don't know, dude. Probably 15. I don't know, dude. It's buried alive, man. Buried alive. Mankind. You, uh, you don't have, have an ear. soon you will not have a life. Because you will be buried alive. <sighs> Did you see that um, apparently, like, Undertaker didn't, like, mention Mankind at all in his, uh, like, Hall of Fame speech and stuff? Yeah, Noel was butthurt about it. Yeah, Noel was very upset about this. But I did find that, like, really interesting. Because this is a pretty big feud that's going on. And it's, you know, as it continues, it's pretty uh, memorable. 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 Memorable, Dallas. Memorable. Memorable. I'm trying here, guys. Marbles. I'm trying. I'm just thinking about ice cream. Here comes mankind. Where are you getting ice cream at? In my freezer. I have stuff for Sunday still, including waffle bowls, Reese's hard shell, hot fudge, whipped cream. That doesn't sound like it's very calorie friendly there, pal. Well, that would be that would mean I would have to be counting them, and I am not. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not proud of it, man. You'll turn. I'm not. Proud How long of it. has that been a thing? Oh, let's see. We tried for you know when we first when I told you we were starting again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you go over every day, what's the point? Well, so here we are, man. I want to. It's. Tar- I've been doing it for another week. It's hard. It's a, I, if we never stopped, I would have never stopped. Yeah. I'll get there. Well, I feel like when you do that, you can't just stop. You gotta just keep going. Yeah, well, talk to freaking Kaylee about it. Yeah, but like you had to go along with it, so don't deflect. No, it's it's her fault. Well, I decided once I was starting to eat a sleeve of Oreos a day again, like uh, I can't do that. Uh, we we've all been there, man. The best of us have been there. You and I will do a sleeve, Bob a pack. Well, here's the thing. I was doing my fitness pal for a minute and I stopped doing it when uh, I scanned something and told them how much I ate of it. And they were like, Whoa, buddy, you sure? <laughs> I was like, you know what? I don't need this type of judge. You, know, you sure you ate, you want all that? You sure. You sure, bro. Cause like, that's a the lot recommended of amount for this a day. Right. 
you've surpassed your sugar intake and it's 7 a.m. And it's like, you know what, man? Fuck you. So now that all being said, though, Austin, uh, as Undertaker slowly makes his way to the ring now, we haven't even seen him yet. There he is. Um, I, we still like measure food and stuff like that. Cause like, so I'm still like doing some things, but the problem is like the stuff that I, I'm eating bad stuff instead of yeah. like, so like they, our, even our meals are pretty calorie friendly. Are they but, humanizing Undertaker during this entry? He's not even wearing a jacket or nothing. He's just walking. Uh, that's an interesting point, Bob. Um, is that more of like, I just want to get fighting though. Well, I feel like that kind of makes him more of a human. That does humanize a him a little. Dead man, yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah, that's a good point. I think by the end of the year, they're going to start calling him Mark. Lawler's pretending that it's raining in there, but that means that someone probably just threw their drink at him. Yeah. Right. Paul Bear gets out of the ring. Mankind Undertaker, go right at it. They're not doing a side She. Now, and that's how you should start a match. See, well, once again, this is a like a blood feud at this point. Exactly. So. You don't start off with a fucking side headlock. I disagree with the Cody it. thing. I think you're overthinking that one. No, that's just that's just a Cody thing that I hate. Oh, okay. There could be literally fucking Damian Priest could probably abduct Brandy Rhodes, have her <laughs> be his servant, and he'd be like, cool. Abdominal stretch. Side headlock. Yeah, side headlock. I'm going to counter to a hammerlock now. It's like, dude, come on. Undertaker laying and punches Mankind's in the corner. No holds barred. Just like one of Steve Austin's greatest matches at WrestleMania 38. Oh, my God. Mankind gets pushed, and then his fucking back of his head slams against the guardrail. And that was not pretty. From the shot of that grave, man. Look at that, man. Look at that grave, man. Undertaker dives from the top rope to the floor. Hits Mankind. Yeah. They're, uh, they're pulling out all the stops here to begin the match. Yeah, yeah, I think it wasn't lying when he said that Kane did the flying clothesline off the top better. Because that wasn't even a clothesline. Oh, just, Mankind was scared it. of the grave, which is interesting since, you know, he was just in one in a promo video. Yeah, but it's different now. This is pretty interesting how soon we are already over near the grave site. And I have a feeling if they stay here, this is going to get kind of boring pretty quick. Yeah, how much can you do by a grave? Besides punch each other. Uh-oh, Mankind's got the shovel. Oh. oh, he jabs Undertaker with it. Okay, so what do you guys think, though? So we talked about, we thought this could have been in an actual graveyard. You come to the arena, you see an actual grave built. She just did an inside cradle, and they rolled down the fucking hill. Oh, yeah, that's silly. That's dumb. Why the hell would you do that? Who knows? Uh, but, but what would you think? You come into the arena and you see this thing just built on the concrete. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is going to be sick. Yeah, I think it would be a lot. I'd be a lot happier than thinking I'd have to be watching on a screen. Although yeah. it's probably still very hard to see. Right. I just part of I like listen, I do like it. I just think part of me is like, 
does it look goofy that they're just like doing it over there? Yeah. It definitely is goofy. Undertaker, take me to the dark side. That's a sign in the crowd. Okay, we're back in the ring, so luckily we are not. So they want that person wants to be murdered. Undertaker, uh oh, mankind's teetering on the middle rope and he gets punched back to the floor. Neither Austin or Dallas are currently watching this match. Well, sorry, I was talking about ice cream again. For sure. Hope oh, can't do this anymore. Choke him with the cables. Why not? It's illegal. It's no holds barred. I said anymore. No holds barred. Where is this taking place? Indianapolis, Indiana. I've seen a lot of baseball fans. Well, they got the. The in the um the White Sox. The go. Pacers. Listen, Indiana I've been getting Hoosiers. I've been getting into that baseball. Yeah. Sure you have been. We got into the crowd, man kinda of gets flipped over the card rail back to ringside. Oof. Oof. Screeching. Mankind screeching loud. Who's going to win? Who is going to be buried alive? Dead man walking. Apparently uh, Undertaker's going to have a podcast soon. Oh, can't fucking wait. I saw that. I don't like okay. that he's, like, fully embracing this new life. It's weird, right? Well, it's almost as if, you know, 30 years of his life was wasted. Well, it is true. Because <laughs> he, like, protected it so much. Now he's just like, nah, fuck it. it almost I'm going to show it... you Mark Calloway. It almost makes it more interesting, though. It's like, wait, we've never seen this before? Why is he doing that? I know what I know what the name of the podcast is going to be. What's that? Hi guys, welcome to uh, Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt. It's me, Mark Calloway, and guess what? We're going to talk to wrestlers that are dead. That's right. We have a psychic here, and she oh is going to uh, bring people back from the dead. And this week, we're talking to Ray Trailer. All right, so uh, Miss Cleo, what could we learn about Ray Trailer here tonight? I saw. Proceed to tell us everything. Who's he doing with? with? Fucking Conrad? No, it's like a WWE thing. Because the apparently something about Peacock likes like the the Stone Cold's the Smoke and Skull session, so they want him. That's why they want him to do something like that. Hey, Mark, chat me up. How are you? (laughs) I I want I want the great questions of like, like, hey, my. Hey, uh, hey, Mr. Undertaker, how hard was it to play a dead man? It, w- it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't okay. hard, Conrad. I did it for 30 years. I think they should have the guy who sometimes fills in for Conrad. Oh, don't Do even fucking get I hate that guy. Hey, so uh, when you tossed uh, Mankind off the cell, did you, did you think he was dead? Huh? <laughs> 
No, Conrad's the type of dude where it's like he's talking about all this stuff and then brings up to- something totally irrelevant. So, Mark, uh, tell me, uh, what's the deal with the Sarah tattoo, man? It's like, well, we weren't fucking talking about that. The only show that shit works with is Tony Schiavone's show because yeah, that show yeah. is such a cluster anyways. I would want Conrad to be like, so, uh, Undertaker, I was watching uh, Judgment Day... 2001 and i saw that you had uh, the tattoo sarah on your neck who was sarah chat me up about that chat me up i like your how how are you <laughs> i hate conrad thompson conrad thompson is the pro wrestling keys of the podcast world and i hate both of them he owns the podcast world of wrestling right now, so he's so he's such a phony dude. I don't like that he pretends he's not a fucking like rich guy who just likes talking to wrestlers. She's like, I'm a fan. It's like, no, you're not. He's you're not just a, a fan. He's such a phony. Because this match is getting extreme. Mankind keeps choking the Undertaker. Uh, Mankind is a spike. He's freaking the chic. Conrad just seems like the type of guy that would big time the fuck out of pretty much everybody. Yeah, I could understand. And that. I like I don't vibe with that. I'm not down with it. What are you eating, Bob? Uh, Bob's on the phone. He's just chilling. He's not even talking. Mankind's got the, or sorry, Undertaker's got the spike. He hits Mankind with it. It looked like shit, but he hit it. That one looked better. Oh, fuck, dude. He's hitting him wicked hard. <laughs> we just got a fucking spike, because why not? I don't like the Undertaker blow dried his hair. So it's like, it has more volume. Yeah. All I can think about, they rolled down that thing of fucking dirt. Do you know that feeling when you are like a little wet? Like you're doing yard work, right? And you get a little dirt on your body, on your sweaty body. And it's mm-hmm. just like, ugh, like, ugh. I hate it. Undertaker definitely just fell on his ass when he got out of the ring like that. <laughs> Paul Bear is going to get the spike, the Samoan spike. Don't worry, Mankind's got a chair, though. Okay, we're going in circles. Here we go. Oh, but Undertaker knew it was coming. He fucking knew. You know why? Because he's a dead man. But he gets hit with the iron. Undertaker doesn't give a shit. It doesn't control him anymore. He's bigger than that. Oh, okay. Oh, his head was just caved in with that chair. There's peanuts on the ground. Um, would you go to a psychic and, like, get a reading? Sometimes I want to, because I think it'd be, like, interesting. I I don't necessarily believe it, but I would I would try it out. I know. I want to go, but I'm scared. Just go, dude. It's all bullshit. No, I know that, but it's like... I don't know. How do you... How are you making this shit up? I want to know. 
Well, so we bought like a tarot card deck for like essentially a Halloween decoration, but you can like use them. Yeah. And like, and I like was messing with them because like you can like look up how to do them and like whatever. And then you, I was like, okay, what's this card mean? And you, you read it and it's like, it's so like ambiguous. Like it does, you don't, it can go either way. It's up to your interpretation. So I feel like how it's done is like they talk to you and then it's kind of up to you how you interpret what they're saying. Right. And that's how it works. It's like just ambiguous enough. Right. And I feel like it could go either way. Right. So it could have a, it has a slight negative, but it also has a positive. Okay, guys, Undertaker's in the grave. But he's got to be buried. Do you like the textured wall that looks like roots? It's like they didn't, they made it perfect. Now, do you know, like, I feel like I've heard there's, like, a trap door and shit in there. Like, is that true? I have no idea. I would assume, because it looks like that's a housing unit under there. I feel like it's got to be. But, I see, if there was a trap door, as soon as that opens up to go, like, to get out, all the dirt would cave in and, like, it'd kind of give it away. I feel like it does do that at some point. I don't know. I guess, I guess maybe we'll see. Oh. Mankind just got chucked off the mountain of dirt. Now we're going back to the ring. See, he now was right on his hip. Yeah, he did. You can see the dirt. Look at it. Right where it is. Oh, here's a replay. I feel like there's almost a little too much back and forth now. I get why. I mean, you got to tease it a little bit, but. Well, it's like they're going all the way back and all the way. Well, back. That's why it's so far back. away. But kind of talking about your psychic thing, too. You know what I keep... I keep telling people about the shaman that you saw, that you told Dude. us about. I wish you went and talked to him. No, that's the guy I was scared of. Because, like, if any of them are legit, it's the fucking shaman in New Orleans. Yeah, I wish you talked to him. I really wanted to, but I was too nervous, dude. I couldn't do it. I chickened out. Or at least, like, went and took a picture with him. Yeah. I can't say this match has been good. Uh, I think it's one of their better ones. We've definitely seen more wrestling. Which is, I guess, good. Put it this way, the match isn't done, and I'm going to be honest, I think I like this a lot more than the Boiler and Brawl. I agree. So, like, to me, this is already a win. Okay, he's, like, rocking with the urn. The Undertaker's knocked out, which we know what he's about to do, of course. There he goes. Boom. Boom. The bell rung. He sat up. And... Boom. Chair shot to the back. Let's see how much more time we got. We're at an hour, 38 minutes, and 20 seconds. So we have roughly 12 minutes left of the show. Yeah, we're just minutes away here. It won't stop until someone is buried alive. I can't really see either guy losing, to be honest. 
It, well, because you got to think, it's going to automate, it's going to destroy momentum for either guy. Mankind has been upward momentum, hasn't really stopped. I mean, you could say that his loss to Shawn Michaels was a, a slight delay, but he's still got a lot of momentum. Undertaker, I feel like, and it's, where, why would he stop? And he kind of needs the win, I mean. He needs the win, that's a good point. He needs this, especially against Mankind. Yeah. Mankind's the one who fucked up his whole life here, taking Paul Bear. He just gets like pushed back into the fucking steel steps. That one goes fun. Guy touches Undertaker. Sat on his face. I mean, yeah, he really did. Steel steps, boom, chucked in the ring. Undertaker. I love it when they chuck the steel steps like that and And they like um, bounce. Instead of like. They act like they're wicked heavy, but he just literally threw them like they were nothing. Yeah. Slamming them here. Dallas, what'd you have for dinner? Uh, we I got some gnocchi from Vince's, if you remember that store. Oh. And and then we uh, we were gonna make some sauce, but we ended up buying like a blush, like cream creamy tomato sauce from Wegmans, and just put that over that, and it was really really good. Hmm. We uh we caved and went to Jersey Mike's. Oh, I haven't been there in, since my first time. Yeah, I've been craving it. I've really been wanting like craving a Philly cheesesteak. Uh, dude, that's what I get there every fucking time, and it's, it's so good every time. Did you get the one with that, like the jalapenos and stuff? Uh, it's the number fifty six, the big Kahuna. It's called. Yeah, it's good. Um, really, really fucking good. Yeah, it's really good. And the way they melt the cheese on dude. there, dude. Oh my god, it's so good. Undertaker's carrying mankind. Okay, he dropped him. <laughs> they're near. They're on the dirt pile. On the side of it. Did I miss anything good while I was on my phone call? Uh, no. Oh. Um, I mean, I guess a couple nice chair shots. Um, but look at this. The mandible climb, an undertaker is being... Is he about to be forced into the grave? He's kind of on the edge of it. Mankind's about to win this. Well, we were discussing, like, how can either one of these guys really lose this? Undertaker needs to win, but Mankind's like momentum has not slowed down. Oh, choke slam into the grave. I think Undertaker. that I think if Mankind loses this, it doesn't hurt him at all. Well, but it, but it does feel like Undertaker needs the win. You know what I mean? I, I think he needs a win over Mankind. Yeah. Right. I can't. Well, well that's well, what I'm saying. Him. I can't. I can't see either guy losing. That's the problem. Like I can't see either guy losing. Uh, he's burying Mankind. But it's not. He's got to be completely covered, I believe. Is that really mankind, or is that like an? Uh, yes, that's mankind. He hasn't moved at all. Yeah, he's dead. He is very still. Oh wait a second. The Undertaker is officially won. Wait for real? Yeah, yeah the official has claimed that, that he's been buried enough. Well, Undertaker doesn't want to stop.
So. Oh, that's what finishes it? A choke slam into the grave and he's oh, buried? Holy shit. He just fuck. Oh, wait. Yeah, he just tossed Jack down and this Kyoto oh. gets fucking shoved away. Dude, that looks like it hurts so bad. The the Jack Doan one that was uh, that was a bit extreme there. Are we sure that is really mankind, or do they fucking? Yes, move that's one hundred percent real. What's this? Oh no, that's a masked man. What did he hit him with? A shovel. Yeah, and it looks like he's trying to get mankind from underneath the dirt. He's digging around him because he's not super buried. Right. But it's making it appear that he is very buried. Well, and it's probably more so for the live crowd than the crowd at home. It's a nice visual. Yeah. Okay, man, Mankind's out. So Undertaker's officially won, but there's some fuckery going on right now, guys. Do you guys know who that mask man is? The stalker, dude. Like, under the mask? Yeah. I don't. Do you know, Austin? No. Is it ever revealed to us? No. Okay, then you can tell us. Well, he had a tryout recently, as I had mentioned, and that means it's Terry Gordy. Oh, wow. Uh, They're burying the Undertaker as the lights are flashing and there's thunder sounds, but they're both burying Undertaker very quickly. This is very reminiscent to Royal Rumble 94. Mm -hmm. But instead of a casket, it's Oh, the same lights and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Same idea. And who was that one against? Yokozuna. Yokozuna, okay. Uh, okay. He's completely buried. So, Bob, also we were discussing, uh, I was asking Austin if he knew, and you might know, I don't know, because I don't know the answer. I've heard the stuff... Oh, wait, here's Goldust to help, even. Um, I've heard that there's, like, a trap door or something like that. Do you know how they do this match? You know, Bradshaw's out here. There's Crush as well, Hunter Helmsley, all burying The Undertaker. So if you've noticed, since they've started doing this, they have not gone into the hole. I There's definitely a trap door. And it's very evenly coded in there, which I well, noticed. I just noticed that as well, and now I'm wondering is if they started to do it, and then they push something over to cover it. Mm-hmm. And that allows Undertaker to get out and then them right. continue to fill it. But that I, I think it's going to lead to another question in a minute. We'll get there. So we're still burying. Let's see how much time we got left. We're at an hour, 45 minutes, and 43 seconds. So just under, actually about five minutes left almost exactly. That tombstone is cool. Tombstone's wicked cool. I hope my tombstone one day looks that cool. They're throwing trash. There's some fans throwing. There's a cup right there. People people are really mad. I, I just hate that all these other fuckheads are out here. Fucking Bradshaw's out here digging the Undertaker grave. He's gone forever, Paul Bear is saying. I agree. That adding Helmsley, uh, Crush, and uh, what's his face? You literally just said his name. Bradshaw. Bradshaw. Like, that's really weird to me. Goldust makes sense. He's kind of buddies. 
we introduced this new masked character, Terry Gordy, there. Like, that's fine to me. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's too much. Yeah, Goldust does make sense, considering they were just having a feud. Yeah, and I'm fine with the, the mask thing. I mean, it, it fits the look, whatever. That's fine. I think they're only doing it because they need to bury him faster. They didn't think of a way to do this quicker, as they, of course, will eventually do. The Undertaker's gone, guys. He's dead. He's gone. Forever. That's it. So this is pretty interesting. So the Undertaker wins, but they've turned the tables, and he's still getting buried. Do you guys think that's because they ne- he needed that win over Mankind, so they gave it to him, but then they were like, fuck it, we're burying you anyways? Should they have just had Mankind win? No, I would have still had Taker win. I would have had Taker win and then not get buried alive. I just think it's weird. Like, do I feel like it's a you should pick one or the other? Well, because it confuses your audience. Well, because I'm going to be honest with you guys, I don't remember. Okay, so look now, mankind is in there. He's stepping on it. He's moving the shit. That doesn't mean there's not something there, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. For me, it's. Like, I forgot that this is how it goes. I thought Mankind just won. So did I. I haven't seen this in so long. That's what yeah, I thought I that's, remembered. That's what I thought it was, too. So they, well, they were like, oh, he, he he buried him enough. I was like, what? That was weird to me. Yeah, I agree. That's the way I remembered it, too. Because of this segment right here. Right. Is this enough dirt or like what? I don't know, dude. They're really trying to make sure... They're slowing down, though. They're all... Sl- First off, there's not a lot of dirt left. Goldust doesn't look like he's overly interested to continue shoveling. No, Gold- well, Goldust... And Mankind's, like, barely pushing any more in. You know, it's stuff like this where... You have to realize there's no way any of this is real. Because it's like, did six guys really just murder... The Undertaker? I mean... I mean, yeah. What's that? There's a noise. Crowd cheers. And They're all they, like, we're out of here, dude. We've seen this way too many times. Like, no. They all run besides Mankind, the Masked Man, and Paul Bearer. We'll, we'll call him the Executioner, because I think that's they have a figure, and he looks just like that. So it's the what? Executioner. That's, that is his na- that's his name. That's his name. Okay. But we never do. We see him again, or no? Uh, he yeah, we do. We do. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I didn't think you said that because he just didn't actually have a name. I thought that's what they put on the figure just for fun. No, his that's what his name is. His name okay. Because if you look at his mask, and that's what an executioner would look like. Right, right. Well, I I knew that, but yeah. Okay, well, Undertaker's gone, guys. He's dead. Um. Finally murdered. The upside down urn, which I think is the goofiest shit I've ever seen. They stuck the shovel in the dirt. Oh. Holy shit. Lightning struck it. It exploded. Pyro just scare blew your up. audience. Dude, they were they all jumped wicked fast. I would too, man. I would have shit my pants. Oh, wait a second. I see how that. they did it. And there's the hand of the Undertaker. Because you can up. see he he can rise up. You can look at that. 
Well, because he's not in the grave right there. Right. Wow. Looks like a second compartment. Yeah. I'm okay. not dead. He will not rest in peace, they say. All right. Well, that wraps it up. I'm going to say that's a thumbs down. Overall. Uh, overall, I would say, yeah. Yeah, um, I think it's pretty hard not to agree with that. That being said, though, I, I don't think I was, like, bored. But it was not, like, a super enjoyable show. Uh, I was pretty bored. I was bored by it. Now, I've been definitely more bored before, so. Sid and Vader was, like, fun or whatever, but. And so was no, it's the end, but yeah, that Everything was, like, else was just bored. I liked Goldust and Marrow. So did I until the, all the fucking bullshit happened with right, the right. Fearings. And I do think that the the Barry Alive match was better than the Boiler Room Brawl. I said that um, to Austin already. I think so too. And I think that was one of their more their most enjoyable encounters so far. So like that's I think that's a win. But yeah, I mean overall. Hmm. I mean, see, I, I think also like. Smoking guns against Bulldog and and Owen again. Like, I know why they did it, but like, I didn't I'm need to see it again. Guns, I'm done with that. Done with the like, smoking guns. The, another exciting part is kind of seeing more of that evolution of Steve Austin. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I will say this, though. I don't think there's any in ring action that's can't miss. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, I would uh, I would tend to agree with Bob in this case. Probably a thumbs down for me. Uh, best match of the night, I'm given to Marrow and Goldust, which is bizarre to say when you have something cool and different like a Buried Alive match, but uh, it is what it is. Um, I'd say probably the worst match or the one that I was least interested in is probably the tag team, which sucks to say, cause I love me some Owen and Bulldog, but I am so over the guns. It's not even funny. Yeah. Um, I think we all can agree on that. It's something needs to change. They need to break up. They need to be taken off TV. We just need a break from, from the smoking guns. Um, I I don't know. I'm kind of in between on the main event. I do think it was better than their Boiler Room Brawl. Although I thought you got maybe a little bit more bang for your buck in the Boiler Room Brawl. You know, it's a little bit more action. A little bit faster paced. I don't know if I agree with that. Um, not so much dragging back and forth and kind of... Well, the dragging part, yes, but I don't know. I think the pacing was a little bit quicker in the Boiler Room Brawl match. Um, but that's not to take away from it. I do think the, the better match is the buried alive match. Um, but I think what kills it for me is the finish. It's just a choke slam undertaker throws in maybe six shovels of dirt and they ring the bell. Yeah. Like that sucks. And then on top of that, like Dallas mentioned in pretty much how I forgot as well is like, okay, yeah, he wins, but then he ends up in the grave and then all these fucking jabronis come out and bury him for fucking 
six minutes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And then the hand thing where it's like the hand pops through and it's just. It's all the Undertaker shit I don't like. The lightning bolt and the right. hand through the grave. And it's like, dude, it's not 1988. This shit doesn't work anymore. At least for me. People like this shit. People like this era of Undertaker and that's fine. I just. It always reminds me of why I don't like him. In cases like this. Right. To whereas, you know, what we've seen leading up has been very blood feudy and like not so hokey bullshitty. And even the boiler room brawl was pretty cut and dry for what it was. And then it's like, here we go. We're back to the fucking lightning bolts and bringing people back to life and shit. So I don't know. It's it's like one step forward, two steps back for me. Um, I I don't know where else you're going to go with the Mankind and Undertaker promo right now, this or program this second. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you, how do you follow up a Buried Alive match? I don't know. Uh, do you take some time away? Do you throw some feuds in there in between? That's going to be interesting to see how that shakes out. Um, I think it's interesting that Sean and Sid are basically showing each other mutual respect going into their feud. Yeah, I think that's, that's really interesting. That's a good point. Weird to me. Um, and I don't know, is Sid just going to be another stepping stone for Sean? And if that's the case, now who does Sean have? I felt like we were already scratching kind of the bottom of the barrel here as far as opponents for him. Um, I just feel like we're in a weird trajectory moving into Survivor Series. Um, a lot of left turns, I think, have been taken here. And I think it's going to be interesting to see kind of how they write that course. You know, not only leading into Survivor Series, but also 1997, which is rapidly approaching. Um even the Ahmed Farouk stuff. Is Ahmed back? Is he good? Is he not? We don't know. Here he is attacking Farouk, and it's like, right? okay, cool. Like, I'm all about that, but not if he can't come back and wrestle yet. Like, I don't know. It's like, uh, it's like a teaser, but at the same time, it's like, if we know he can't wrestle, he can't wrestle, and now what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for me, I think, just segment and in ring wise, it's a thumbs down this pay per view. But I don't know. I'm hoping it's a thumbs down because it has to be a thumbs down to make Survivor Series maybe a thumbs up this year. It's like, yeah, we just got to get through this to get you to this next stage of all these storylines. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I I kind of agree with all of what you're saying and. It, I mean, it is a good point, too, for... I mean, this is the pay-per-view right before the final big four pay-per-views. So, right. you're probably saving your your load, so to speak, for the Garden, especially, too. So Yes, that's a good point. So, you're probably saving yourself that. Uh, well, next week, we have uh, Mr. Perfect's return to the ring. He'll be taking on Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And then Jim Ross has said that he will be talking to Bret Hart. I don't know if that means like 
in the arena or via satellite, whatever the case is. But Bret Hart should be appearing on Raw for what one of the first times since WrestleMania. I know that he appeared uh, when they had a tour in like South America or whatever. But it'd be interesting to see what the Hitman has to say. You think Bret yeah. gets a match at Survivor Series? Uh, I would have to think so. Yeah, I think we're building up to that. And do you think it's Steve Austin? It's got to uh, be. Probably. It's got to be. It has to be. That's what they've been building towards. I know. Um, I, to right. me, that's a big match. I mean, that's a big run oh, yeah. Steve Austin if he can get a match with Brett. Yeah. I mean, would you have Steve beat him in the first match if that's the case or no? Well, that's tough. I don't know, dude. I can't see them having Brett lose his return match. Neither could. That's my thing. And it's Steve like, Austin ain't going to tap out. Right. If I, I'd say let's end it dirty. Do a DQ finish or something. Nah, you can't do DQ on pay-per-view. Oh, yes, you can. And they have, and they will do it again. Yeah, but, like, you can't. You can. They shouldn't. There you go. <laughs> All right. Next week... Monday Night Raw, it's going to be really the build towards Survivor Series, so I'm looking forward to see what they will provide. It's Sean and Sid, the build, the garden. They were friends, then they were foes, and guess what? Now they're friends again. Yeah. But but for how long? Well, we'll find out starting next week. Until then, for Austin Skinner and for Dallas Greeley, I am Bob Collin Jr., and this has been Ico Pod. You gotta hear it.